0: And welcome to the morning reboot on Wednesday, Ooh. February nineteenth. We're uh, really, we're really glad you've decided to start your morning here with us. If you have uh, gone out of your way, it's very easy to turn on the radio. If you've gone a little out of your way to grab the podcast, we appreciate you doing that. Um, if you can get subscribed; notifications won't be annoying, and catch up with everything that we do later on in the day. Because it's song-free, commercial-free. Free-free. Free-free, indeed. Uh, As usual, all of our shows are always very busy. Uh, Today is super busy. We're going to get to a rated game a little bit after 6 o'clock this morning. What's something that you splurge on? Not now? Not now? Hold hold your tongue? Also, uh, some drinking habits. There are new white claw flavors Mm -hmm. we can dive into that and why they may be bringing down the cost of something else and something that we don't talk about a lot on this show uh we've got some guests that will visit during the eight o'clock hour and at 805 your first national keyword of the day to win the thousand dollar payoff if you would like to be a part of the show you can you are uh you'll be a An employed but unpaid part of the show. We appreciate your contributions. It makes our lives a little bit easier. Gives us a heads up if we're doing okay or not. Um, Feedback, opinions to what we discuss here on the show. 419-240-1055. You can text that number anytime. If you text Bieber to that number, you can get in the running to win 10 tickets to go see Justin Bieber in Detroit at Ford Field in August. And we will hook you up with... Uh, a limo ride from Johnson's limo, dinner as well, and a gift card to Joseph's. More about that on our website, q1055.com. Five thirty-seven. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Yes. Good morning. You're doing your morning
1: selfieing. Well, it's not a normal selfie. I'm texting my friend. He just got off work, and he says I got off work late. And I'm like, oh, it's too early. So we're having a debate of is it too early or is it too late. So I just sent him a picture saying this is what early looks like and he sent me a picture of like this is what late looks like. So we're we're just having we been having a debate since like 4:15. Is it late or is it too early or not not to be so mind bending could it be both? It could be, but I'm I'm very I'm stuck in my ways that it's early and like you said he gets off work normally at like 4. They had to stay afterwards to clean up stuff. And he just got off around five and he's like, it is way too late. And I'm like, it is way too early.
0: What's this person do?
1: He is a manager at an Orlando nightclub. Oh, mm-hmm. which one?
0: Um, I don't know. Ask. I will. Because I still have my connections in Orlando. And I, I actually, I came up. Ac- do you remember a song from the early 2000s? Uh, Nayland and Kane Beach Ball? Maybe if I heard it, am I in Ringo? If if I played it for you, you might know it. Uh, It's one of the old dance songs that I used to spin. And I came across it the other day and I texted Mm -hmm. it to my old friend, DJ Jake, who I ran with in Orlando. And I was like, hey, this, heard this, reminded me of, you know, when we worked at, you know, 953 Party down in Orlando and Jake and I hadn't caught up in a while. Um, And he, Texted back Like I remember this song From Icon And Cairo In Orlando The places we used to DJ uh-huh. So I'm curious to see, and not that those places Are still open Right but. I just texted him and said hey Where do you work at again? Uh, the Morning Reboot Q105 Good morning Welcome to the show We're glad you're here today uh, Jody's husband Josh Came over yesterday And he's, he's Laid off his uh, Contract and construction Job for a little while mm-hmm. I guess that's a pretty Common thing So he's Doing some work I'd like to say For me Sounds like Slavery? But I'm gonna pay him. Yeah, he's doing gonna work, work for you. With me. <laughs> uh, so No, like, I'm not paying someone. They're not doing anything with me. <laughs>
1: like you doing this on your own.
0: We uh we were, went to Menard's and Home Depot, did some shopping. He just had a sports bar. Can I d- Right. I was like, what's the name? Right. <laughs> um but uh I it, it's hard work. Like I I realize why people who do that choose not to uh, if, if they choose not to go to the gym or, or work out, I understand because it, it's hard work. And that's not usually in my day. It was mostly just running up and down the stairs as I was rewiring the lights, mm-hmm. which I I learned how to do. All right. I learned how to uh, to put a light switch in. And I know this, for most people, they're thinking, that's so simple and easy. Well, unless you know how to, If you don't know how to do it, like I... But I was cutting wire. I was stripping wire. I... I felt somewhat accomplished yesterday. Well, good for you. I I, I don't I don't man work. Yeah, neither do I. I
1: well, oh, pa- say, we'll say hard labor because there's some women out there who do some work that I'm just like I don't know how you do it. I don't do hard labor. We'll put it that way. Same. We're not gonna put it in a gender category. I like if you hand me a hammer, I'd be like, why? <laughs> like, I you know, like, why? There's people that want There's people that like to do this.
0: I can paint. I did paint. I, I can paint. I mean, that, that's easy enough. And I had to do some of that yesterday with some of these, I don't know. I don't want to call it home upgrades. Fine, upgrade, upgrades, renovations, whatever. Um, yesterday was a, it was momentous for me learning how to rewire a light switch. It was momentous uh, for Donna Anderson. She is now a retiree.
1: She is. Did she tell you? Or did I tell you?
0: After I got done... <laughs> after I got done the heavy lifting, I did some heavy lifting with your mom. Yeah, oh, well, probably. No, she yeah. posted it on Facebook. <laughs> she had a
1: big booty. <laughs> yeah, she is officially... I, oh, I, since she posted it on Facebook, I guess, we're allowed to officially talk about it. Yeah, my mom has retired. She is... You know, as a kid, you never think... I assume, I always saw my mom working. Like She was always in a... She was not She worked in a nursing home. She was a home health aide. She worked at Slido Head Start. Like so, she always had a job, always worked. Like we were one of those kids that she was a single mom. So like nothing gets her. Like we were always by ourselves. We had our my sister and I entertained ourselves because mm-hmm. mom was always working. Like I can't get a Super Nintendo with me getting good grades. I have to get Super Nintendo so she can go to work. You know what I mean? So it's actually weird and like she has more time. And I think. She's trying to make up for lost time, because, like, she'll text my sister and I every minute on the minute, and I'm just like, Ma, I'm I'm literally still doing the same thing you asked me five minutes ago. Like, yesterday, she's like, what are you doing? I said, well, we just had breakfast. I just walked in the house. What are you doing? Sitting down watching TV. What are you doing? What? I was like, the Tamara hostels are Leave me alone.
0: Is she listening now?
1: Oh, Donna,
0: no, because she's okay. probably sleeping. All right, so. Is is there still a party? Yes. Plan? What's there up with is. the party? So
1: we're gonna do it at the heights. Everyone's invited because you can't make a reservation, so it's a public space. Um, which I've tried to work around that loophole. We can't. We're just gonna show up an hour early, and be like, hey, we got twenty black women coming. Surprise. Um, so we're gonna do it at the end of the month which is next week. Yes, I'm not going to tell you the date because I really don't want random people showing up to my mom's thing. You just
0: invited them! <laughs>
1: I did, but yeah, we can do it. Maybe,
0: uh, like, Scott from Mommy will, Oh, Scott Skittles, maybe, maybe Josh and Meniscus will want to come. Maybe oh. Dina will want to come. Maybe Abby will come and bring her dog that I can steal. Oh, yes, so we're going to do it around...
1: We said seven. To, that way, we don't interrupt like with their busy time. We're just assuming they'll be open. And like I said, can't make a reservation. So like, so I told my sister, "Was like, let's do it at seven. Just have someone show up at six. Week right. weeknight, no weekday, weekend oh. weekend. Sorry, weekend. Uh, okay,
0: yeah. Um, last question. My my dad has I, I can't even remember when my dad retired from this from the city of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. but he still works. He does uh like car trades with dealers. Like yesterday he drove to Long Island to get a car and brought it back to Philadelphia. Like he can't not work. Right. Is your mom gonna do anything now?
1: Um yeah, her new full time job is to irk her thirty something year old children. Like so I, I, we always joke with her. We're like, You need a puppy. I, said, I need no damn puppy, I got kids. My poor, my poor, my poor nephew. <laughs> he's he's getting all of it. He's like, he, Nana wants Nana wants nephew time. Well, Nana wants grandson time.
0: That's only gonna last so long.
1: Well, yeah, because he's. You're right about the dog. he would be, be 15 this year, so he's. He doesn't want that. He's phased out of uncle time. He's he's slowly phasing out of mom time. 14. He'll be 14. Sorry, I'm I'm aging him way too quick. But yeah, he's aging out of time, like. I know that uncle time has passed, but I'll see you again when you're 16 so you can be my designated driver. Whoa, whoa.
0: I'm I'm going to be that uncle. I'm willing to offer my services to Donna. No, she's fine. Take her. She's all yours. 5.45. Good morning and welcome to the show. 419-240-1055. Uh, it's some hours from now, but 8.05. Uh, get a national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. And some more of one of these dudes with Corden next on Q105. Good morning. 551, a- the morning reboot, uh, sponsored by our friends at Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. So a couple of minutes ago, did I say, it's Q105. Hi, good morning. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. A couple of minutes ago, when we started the show. Justin Bieber tickets in Detroit. You and nine friends in a limo and more prizes. Text Bieber. B-I-E-B-E-R to 419-240-1055. We just played Bieber and Ed a couple of minutes ago and I don't. I hope people can put aside their distrust, potential distrust, so they can enjoy this. I'm wondering if I can sneak out the back.
2: Nobody's even looking me in
3: my eyes. I don't think I'm fitting at this party. Everyone's got oh, so much to say. Oh, yeah. And James Corden. I always feel like I'm nobody fit in anyway i'm better sleeping on my own this is new you like the way
1: the scandal one because he wasn't driving
3: oh baby you should go and love yourself uh, and if you think you think that i still, holding, still on, holding on you should go
0: and love yourself uh he oh, hit oh puberty he hit uh hilly baldwin stuff so they covered it all so it was yeah that's good the episode.
1: that's the episode where, the, where they were recording the episode where the um
0: karaoke gate car, right. carpool karaoke gate yeah uh so that was good and let me give you this and maybe we'll have a hold on tell me how much you're enjoying the jessica simpson book because we just I talked love about it here
1: it's good like i'm only i have just finished chapter three and she went in i you know i I started reading the prologue and I was like, I don't care about your life now. So I just went to, I skipped to chapter one. And she, she held nothing back. Um, She decided to write the book because, this is not a spoiler. This is not going to be a Jessica Simpson movie. Um, She got caught being very intoxicated at her daughter's dance recital. That's when she's like, I need to fix my life. Who knew Jessica Simpson had a little alcohol problem? Did, uh, is there any sex stories? Not yet. Like I, like, I I told you off air, I just wrapped up, um, she reconciled with her father. Okay. I'm at that point right now, and that's not news. Like, they went on this press junk about how their daughter-father relationship, but, like, she just reconciled with her father after, like, they, I, I hate to say this, she fired him in 2012, they just started talking in 2017, so... Anything with her sister? No, well, that was the other thing, so... Jessica's very much a m- mama's girl. Ashley's very much a daddy's girl. Okay. So, it's, And they're really close. But it's kind of like they were the dialogue between each parent. Like, Ashley would talk to Jessica about dad. And Jessica would talk to Ashley about mom. But she's like, there's two sides of every story. So, like, you're playing telephone. You don't know if... I love Ashley, but I don't know if she gave me, like, all the information. Maybe she just told me what I wanted to hear. And she said I knew that I told Ashley what I wanted her to hear, what Mom had told me. So it's kind of juicy in this dynamic, but it's kind of just, like, you think your pop stars. Because I was a huge Jessica Simpson fan. That they were together, like, mentally together. Like, oh, they have this life of luxury, like um, MTV Cribs and, you know, I mean, all this stuff. The like TV show. Yeah, like, you're just like, ah, oh, I want that life. Why can I have it? Then in the... And
0: reading this book, I'm like, oh, you are a real person with real messed up issues. Yeah, like I am normal compared to you. Money and fame can only, yeah, cover up so much. At the end of the day, people have the same a lot of the same issues we do. And I told um, Miss Jen Bunny she could borrow it when I'm done.
1: (laughs) Happy happy day after (laughs) birthday, Jen. But no, Uh, it's 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 not juicy per se. But it's definitely one of those things that, like, as a teenager who loved Jessica Simpson, I was like, wow. And I, I, like, not idolized, but, like, I wanted that life as a teenager living in Toledo, Ohio. I'm like, God, why can't I do that? But then on the backside, I'm like, ooh, I don't want all those sacrifices you had to take to get what you perceive to be on the outside
0: of the inside of a book. And now insane. you're reading about how you can, like, juxtapose your relationship with your mom and her relationship with her dad. Right. Um, you said juice, so uh, this is kind of juicy. For you
2: just let me start.
0: These BBC sessions are awesome. I love them.
2: I fire for you Just let Like it's the only thing i ever do
0: And now the actual version. We're allowing this song to happen in America, right? Which one? Adore You. Yeah, yeah, Because I love this song. Harry Styles, yes. 556. Good morning. in the morning, Reboot Q105. It is Eric and Floyd. We're glad you're here with us on Q105, home of non-stop music hours. You'll hear those after our show ends later on this morning. We'll get to the walleye story. We'll talk about some lights and much more. There's a lot of news to get to uh, in about 15 minutes. So let's do a version of the rate. Well, let's do the rated game. The rated game. I'll throw something at Floyd. He'll tell me overrated, underrated, properly rated. I wrote down apples. That wasn't right. Um... Those are probably rated. Uh, I actually meant a place. No, you weren't there, were you? A- you mentioned it. Applebee's. Um,
1: it's properly rated, but I remember when it first opened, it was like the place to go.
0: Yeah, it was like, oh my god, there's someplace cooler than Fridays. Yeah, inaffordable. Um. Okay. Next up, did I mention the other day that I went to the Panera? For breakfast, you did, and I got jealous. I like an Asiago bagel. They said they had no mozzarella, <laughs> so <laughs> mozzarella sticks like fried cheese, like is cheese that what sticks. you call it.
1: Yes, Ooh, those are definitely properly rated.
0: So, what do you call what, what do you prefer?
1: What I call them, yeah, those are mott sticks, mozzarella sticks. But people call them fried cheese, yeah, some people call them fried cheese. Okay, is it most mozzarella fried anyway?
0: <laughs> I'm so fat. Uh, and, well, I'm breaking this down. I'm getting, can you fry cheddar cheese? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. But it, I guess what makes it the mozzarella stick it, it, is it is in a stick shape. Mm-hmm. Fried cheese could be any geometric shape, I guess. Mm-hmm. Next up. Uh, we'll get to uh, Councilman Sykes' apology in the news, but overrated, underrated, properly rated. Apologies. Mm, that's... It depends on who it's from. There's
1: different levels. I would like to think they're vastly underrated because sometimes a genuine apology is a genuine policy apology. Uh, apology, but if you're stubborn like me, you're kind of just like, oh, okay, you waste your breath. So I would say underrated. Next up, Mardi Gras. Overrated. I can get beads any time of year
0: I want. Party City. Um, I just tweeted out a picture of this, but but bank robbers, bank robbers. <laughs> they're they're, they're properly rated. They know what they're giving themselves
1: into when it happens. We're like, oh, I'm in the middle of a bank robbery.
0: So I think it was in the fall when we had a story about someone uh, trying to rob the bank downtown Mm -hmm. the the 5th, 3rd, I think. I have just tweeted out that photo and one, uh, I I never want to say never for anything. Okay. But you're almost never going to get away with robbing a bank. There are cameras everywhere. Oh, especially around the bank. Like, carryouts like carryouts are, are like Fort Knox
1: when you try to rob something. Can you imagine a bank? I'm going to... Here's a picture of the person that tried to rob... <laughs> the- no! Ma'am or sir, I don't know what gender oh, you are. I'm not assuming.
0: That's a sir. That's a sir? In a wig. Oh, ma'am, sir. You stop that. Couple more to get to in the rated <laughs> game. Why? Go. <laughs> so we're
1: going
0: to... We're going to mm-hmm. lock you up for being dumb, not for robbing the bank. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, sex therapy. Overrated, underrated, properly rated.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't ever, I'm not that step in my
0: life. Wherever will I be,
1: I don't think, ever. Um, Properly rated because people who need help go see those okay. people to talk to.
0: Last one, 7-Eleven. <sighs> no, I like a good 7-Eleven. I'm going to say underrated. Did you see the story about the 7-Eleven on Bancroft? No. Wait, what? there's one on Bancroft? I didn't know that either. Uh, lady left her car running, ran inside when she'd gotten back. Stop.
1: Didn't say no more to this story. You, It was gone.
0: No. Oh, it wasn't? She was, uh, I think she, there was an assault attempt. A couple of dudes got in her car and waited for her. Is that the pepper spray story? Yeah. Oh,
1: I saw that this morning. I didn't know it was at 7-Eleven.
0: So... Like I get, I'm assuming it was at night, and there, there's some video posted. When you run inside and you leave your car running, thinking could be sketchy people, so I want to get back into my car and go. Or I don't, they could also steal it. So it was a bad move to to leave it running, right? I wouldn't even leave my car running if I had to go. If I left something at church, okay, okay. it's
1: not that hard just to be like turn off, boop boop, go in, boop boop, get back in. I would on the gates of heaven I would not leave my car
0: unrunning I don't trust no bitch Uh, 620 with the morning reboot we'll get to the walleye story someone stole something from them and the apology uh, to TFD and beyond next Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah! Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. We are going to get to 50 on Sunday. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We have a lot of news to get to. We'll start with the city considering LED fixtures uh, to be installed soon. There's one thing that city council's trying to figure out do they use? 4,000 Kelvin or 3,000 Kelvin. Oh, Lord. That's the, the brightness and whiteness. The city last year replaced all the old lights along Hill Avenue from Burn um, with 4,000 Kelvin LED lights. So if you're wondering what the difference is, Hill, Burn, that area, which I think was done because of that, that kid that was hit mm. about a year and a half or so ago. I'm never
1: over there at night, so I don't know. Right,
0: right, right, right. Um Councilperson Larry Sykes apologized on Tuesday after uh, we ranted a little bit um, for his Facebook post questioning where TFD was outside that administration building. I want to publicly apologize for a post I made Saturday evening after assisting a woman that tipped over in her wheelchair behind Government Center. After feedback from our firefighters and community members, I learned that the tone of the post implied that our firefighters do not respond to calls for service in a timely manner. That was not my intent. In addition, he should have said, "I also apologize for putting this drama out on Facebook when I easily could have reached out to Chief Bird or others in the TFD myself." So you're you're the you're you're the you're the correct one. I'm I'm the
1: citizen who's like, "I want to publicly apologize for my post I made Saturday evening for assisting a woman." You weren't assisting. You took your phone out, and took a video. That's not
0: assisting. That's exploiting. Um, the local 92, which is leaving downtown or heading into downtown mm. on Washington Street, they have a billboard that they've always they're always putting fun things up. And yesterday I love it was it. confused. This is not a fire station either. I love it. Troll the troll. Um, <laughs> I said it. Local nonprofits raised four hundred thousand dollars for Giving Tuesday last year. Um, in results released yesterday by the Greater Toledo Community Foundation, it was started in. 2012 is an international day of charitable giving always the tuesday after thanksgiving the winners uh locally were good grief of northwest ohio yay dorothy good luck to steve today They were for small orgs, Toledo Cultural Arts, and the Valentine Theater for large orgs, and Mm. Bittersweet Farms for the Mastermind Session attendees. Last year, TSA, Mountain Mentors, and the 577 Foundation were the organizations that won the $5,000 grants. Um, Looks like nationwide, um, you, we raised about half a billion dollars. Total online and offline giving came in at just under $2 So well done. We're giving back. And of course... Of course, I think uh, I think I saw something from Amanda Held over at Hooves, and they are good to go. They will continue on.
1: I, I shared her video last night. Was, is, was
0: that her saying we're yeah. good? Yeah. Awesome. Saying awesome. thank you and thank you. She's very appreciative. Uh, hospital rating database Healthgrades has named ProMedica Toledo's hospital one of the 50 best for the third straight year. Healthgrades designates the top 1% of more than 4,500 hospitals across the country. The award is based solely on Clinical Quality Outcomes for 32 Conditions and, uh, and conditions and Procedures. And award presentation will take place today, no, tomorrow, 3 o'clock, at Toledo Hospital. Uh, what we've been talking about with the walleye, a junior team in Ontario has been using the walleye logo um, yeah. for several years. A team called the Thunder Bay Fighting Walleye that plays in the Lakehead Junior Hockey League has been using a, a logo that it looks identical to the walleyes. Sure. Craig Katz. The Walleye's Director of Merchandise and Licensing licensing, said the team is aware of the infringement. We take a lot of pride and invest considerable time and energy and money into protecting our intellectual property. Uh, The Thunder Bay Fighting Walleye have been using the logo since the beginning of the 2017-2018 season when they switched nicknames from the Stars to the Fighting Walleye. Uh, The use of the logo came to light locally when... The team in Thunder Bay announced that it was switching leagues next season. Mm. Last night, officials from the Canadian Junior uh, Hockey Organization istu- issued a statement indicating they've changed the logo. The Cam River Fighting Walleye Ownership Group has nothing but respect for the Toledo Walleye and their passionate fans. Due to this respect, we have redesigned the logo for our team, so there's no confusion between the two organizations. We hope that this calmed the waters.
1: Due to no respect? Right. Right. That we know. Listen, listen. We have a slogan here. It says "Our fish, our fight," and they we will take our fight
0: up north. We sure will. I didn't even know. Yeah, well, because it's like a, it's a low level. Yeah, team. yeah.
1: But I was like, I saw the logo. There's like three things switched on it. I like, That's the colors. Just, That's it. The colors and the one fin was up and ours is down. I was like, this is the same logo. Don't try to flip it around. And. Now it's a subtle changes.
0: It's a very like while our walleye is cartoonish, the new logo for that team is a very violent fish based on that logo.
1: They're pissed,
0: yeah, they're not happy. I I have a question I know that oftentimes high school teams will use logos and font Mm -hmm. from like college and and pro teams. Yeah, somebody help me out with this. Do they have to pay for that likeness
1: usage? I would assume so. Maybe it's like a one time fee. Maybe because they're a school? Like, like, you can't put this beyond your
0: school merchandise? Like, if you use the same uh, helmet logo as Michigan, the Wolverines, mm-hmm. the three things? The three things, like, yeah. do you have to pay them for I'm that? I'm
1: trying to see if there's anything local. Is there a local team that Whitmer's uses it? Whitmer's Panthers, right? Yeah, but we just have a paw.
0: Right. Like, if they use the Carolina Panthers logo... Do they have to pay them for
1: that? Oh, I guess, yeah, but
0: no. Uh, One last thing. I wouldn't know, sorry. You brought this our way a couple weeks ago, but now we can uh, officially put it on the air. I brought up Mardi Gras, the rated game, because um, it's Toledo Spirits hosting a celebration of Mardi Gras, the bellwether... Bon Temps, did I pronounce that right? Mm. It's all weekend long, a Mardi Gras themed pop-up event with lots of food, drinks, music and entertainment that make New Orleans the ultimate party destination, goes tomorrow through Sunday and then a little bit into next week as well. Uh, New Orleans inspired drinks like French 75s, absinthe uh, frappes and hurricanes, which I've always wanted to try. Ooh, New Orleans. Hurricanes and hand grenades have grain alcohol. Mm. Yes, which I don't know if you can have here. I'm gonna go to New Orleans, Nolins. Nolens. you know everybody's like, I'm gonna go to Vegas. I'm gonna go to New Orleans, Nolins. That's where I'm gonna go. 6:41 <laughs> with the morning reboot. I what's, wanna go uh, to mommy. What's going on in entertainment today? Bi- I got a couple of Billie Eilish stories. Yay! She was like me during one of her big performances. We'll get to that before seven. <laughs> We've got non-stop music hours here on Q105 that happens after our show is over the morning reboot Q105 Eric and Floyd. Let's uh, let's do the trolley problem. So Selena Gomez is on one set of tracks. Camila Cabello is on the other set of tracks. Mm-hmm. And you can only save one of them. Selena Gomez all right, uh, there's something fun going on Twitter. You want to uh, you want to do this? You do this topic later on. Sure. Um, okay, because there's a thing happening on Twitter. People are afraid, and we'll bump that to like seven ten. We'll, yeah. we'll do the splurge and then because the never-ending story was trending in the United States, and mm-hmm. you know we love that movie, right? I love that movie. But there are there are scarring parts of it, so we'll bump that to seven o'clock, and you can join us for that. Um, entertainment, let's hit Billie Eilish first. She was not a fan of her Oscar performance where she sang the Beatles yesterday in the Memoriam segment. I was sick for all the Oscars. I bombed their performance. That blank was trash. Uh, but, but, your, your Grammy performance do not just like it. Like, that's your voice, girl you good. She also explained the Oscars was so scary because it was di- a different crowd than what she's used to at concerts and other music centric award shows. Does she dance in concerts or just sit at a table? Great question. I mean, just sit at a chair.
1: Like, none of her music seems like. When I think of concert, I think like Power a light show, maybe some dancers, a good jam session with your band. Dur- nothing she's offered me, that's a drool, nothing she's offered me on live TV shows, and I'm not t- taking away her talent. Has said to me, "I need to go buy a ticket."
0: Let's YouTube it during the break. Okay. It was also I was also like the Oscars is not my people. I'm not used to that. At least the Grammys wasn't as scary because it was artists and it felt like my people. I knew a lot of them already and I'd met them and I knew and they knew of me. But the Oscars, I'm like these are movie stars. Uh, she also talked about um, the James Bond theme, which she was the youngest ever to do. She was uh, she was surprised by how much Hans Zimmer and the movie's producers wanted to collaborate. Uh, I thought it would be, just be like, here's the song, and they take it, and then I would have no say. But they really wanted to know what I think. So it was a collaborative process. And you want to work with Hans Zimmer. like <laughs> you like, girl, that's legendary status. You want to work with him.
1: The White House Correspondents Dinner. Is that still canceled? Because it's been happening, but like it's not as popular as it used to be with former presidents. People get I mean, it,
0: it gets pretty testy. The jokes can get pretty nasty. I mean, but that's it's a roast going to happen April 25th, 2020, um, the host of the event will be your SNL body double. Keenan. Yep. <laughs> Hassan Minaj, oh, he's a comedian. I love him. He'll be a featured entertainer for the evening, That's which hayson. is often served as a spotlight on relations between the media and the White House last year in wake of scrutiny on the annual gathering, often referred to as nerd prom... The uh, dinner turned toward education rather than jubilation. Historian Ron Chernow discussed the history of journalism and the First Amendment, a twist for the gala that has often used comedic remarks from Fe- from Cecily Strong, Seth Meyers, and Larry Wilmore to get attention. Michelle Wolf, back in 2018, uh, sparked a lot of controversy with some jokes that took aim at former White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It's a roast, you guys. If you...
1: In the age of that hurt my feelings. It, don't sign up for a roast. It's a roast. It's a roast. It's a roast. That's what it is. They just call it the White House correspondent roast. It's a roast. Like you're, you're, no one is off limits. Whether you are Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green, Purple, Yellow, you sip tea, drink coffee, party.
0: No and, one's off limits. And the, the tone and tenor of it is usually reflective of the current political climate. Right. We have a president that tweets sometimes with a nasty tone so yeah
1: so like those jokes that come coming or like when obama was president like they talked about he spent more time with the basketball court than actually in the supreme court like they're they're jokes no one's off limits so if you're offended of any sort of political sense if you have a political
0: allergy do not watch the white house court white house correspondence dinner 6:58 with a morning reboot. We're brought to you by Jeffrey Man Fine Jewelers. Uh, we we can throw out the, the the seven o'clock topic and get to movies that scarred you as a child. Mm-hmm. My list is long. Mine is too. And like, and I think and
1: when I saw this, I go, ooh. Even at 36, some of these movies, I'm like, mm, I'm not venturing back down this
0: road. Those those childhood scars are really hard to get over. True. We'll hit that next. Q105. Good morning at 7.11 on Q105. If you're just tuning in or can't hang with us for much later than whatever your commute is or getting ready for work, you can always get our podcast. It's song-free, commercial-free.
4: Free, free. Uh, text Eric to
0: 419 240 1055 to get the link for the podcast. Get, uh, get subscribed, you will not get an abundance and annoying level of notifications. It's Q105, the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, our friend Alex is here with us. Hey, we've got I've got to change up the show sheet because, uh, well, let me intro with this.
2: Turn around, look at what you see in her face. A mirror your
1: career. It's like my favorite soundtrack song.
2: Make believe I'm everywhere, <laughs> written in
1: the light. I can't deny it. Written on the pages is
2: the answer
1: to our never ending story.
2: Oh.
1: Like if I'm on my
0: deathbed and you want to revive me, and play that. I'm like, oh, I'm back. Any, uh... <laughs> Any excuse to play that. Alex, Do you, are you familiar with that?
3: I am.
0: Okay. But? Never saw the movie? Don't. What? That's one of my favorites.
3: So, I don't want to reveal my age. I keep up. Uh, <laughs> I, I always have Twitter
0: open, and I noticed some some movies that were popping into my feed, and then I see the never-ending story mm-hmm. is trending in the U.S., and, mm-hmm. like, I thought with Floyd, <laughs> like, no one could have died, so they're rebooting it. No, it's part of... Um, what people are posting this this morning, and it's movies that scarred you as a child. Mm. And I clicked on the Neverending Story <clears throat> one, and it's just gifs of the one of the many terrifying scenes in that movie where the horse dies. Uh, Artax, losing the will to live and drowning in the swamp. Watched the film again a couple of years ago, and somehow it hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of my favorite movies, but there's
1: many of those scenes in there. Like a lot of people go to the, a tray you trying to get check out of the mud, the quicksand. Yeah. For me, in that movie, as someone who loves that movie, who can watch it literally when I get <laughs> off work and not be tired of it, is the wolf. Oh really? You, you just see his eyes peering through the cave, okay. and that scene and the turtle monster and the tr- rock turtle. The, the Turtle Mound, I can't think of his he name. He was a good guy, though, right? He was a good guy, but he was he looked like E.T. with the hunchback. It was unsettling. Yeah, it was very disturbing. And like, so I was like, let me, because I saw Emma from W2L Post. I said, well, let me partake, because hers was Jaws. And I said, what movie, let me just pick one, because there's, like, like you, a long list. I said, what movie? To, to this day, freaks me out, and I came to the conclusion it is Return of Oz. Return
0: to Oz. Oh,
3: is it that
0: movie? That freaks was... me the crap out. That's the first one I saw that was trending, and I was like, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm not alone. Two thousand three hundred sixty-two tweets. Uh, you you can call or text the the movies that scarred you as a kid four one nine two four zero one zero five five.
3: I was a little terrified um, with Hook.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. Because the um, the the guy the back <laughs> there's Kevin Dustin hook. Hoffman the, right? The hook, yeah. His version of it was terrifying. Like his face and just it <laughs> was like I was I didn't I didn't like Hook, but this is a good. So there was something that I watched literally two days ago that I was kind of a big kid. Like I wasn't a little mm-hmm. kid. Have you ever seen the Mothman prophecy? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we, I literally. With Richard gear. Yes. So Terrifying. Thomas had never seen it. And so we watched it two days ago. And I should, I, I literally said the next morning, I said, I should have thought about how much trauma I was going to be bringing back into my life. (laughs) Did
1: you like go back into a certain place in time? Oh my god, like
3: I was I had so many nightmares from that movie and I said I didn't, I don't think I realized that, so they started to come back to me when I was sleeping. (laughs) It
0: it made me never want to go near Pittsburgh ever again. It's a a bridge in the like Western PA, West Virginia area. Pleasant area. I saw that, I saw that, uh, hang on one second, I saw that when I was like 21 or 22 and I was was an adult like you, and and it gave me chills. Uh, Um, My three real quick, and I remember I was a little boy at summer camp, and I asked to be removed from the room uh when uh, uh, the girl went down the chute in Wonka. Oh, oh no no it was um, Augustus oh you're talking about frugal Salt yeah
3: it was yeah. It Augustus when Augustus got caught no, no he
0: got caught in the chocolate mm-hmm. tube she went down the goose I couldn't de- if you're on hold don't go anywhere if you're dialing in don't go anywhere but
3: I, I want one now <laughs>
0: daddy the Oopaloopas were like alright I'm, I'm sick so I can you know get through this but when she went down I was like nope take it. <laughs> it was that um,
3: the blueberry didn't get you nope oh
0: uh Labyrinth. Oh, tell me about the babe. What babe? Yes, that that movie's out there. And they made us watch that at school, and I had to sit through that. And I think that that was the, the, the Neverending Story. Like it scarred me with, with sadness, but it was all those muppets. It's crazy because I grew. So up, the Dark Crystal too. Then didn't see it. Oh,
3: do you remember? What, I told you what movie scarred me a, a couple, maybe a month or a couple weeks ago. Do you remember Malcolm what I said? X? Nope, I forget. A movie um, that comes on during Easter time, where they put the Ten Commandments. I, th- I, th- I think so. Where they put like the blood on the door, yeah! and then the smoke would come through. The Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah. That's death. Oh, that I knew it, and we watched <laughs> that in school because I went to a Christian school, and Jewish movie. It yeah, <laughs> and it it the the smoke, and it just freaked me out. Like that. Okay, so that was actually a true movie I saw when I was a kid that scarred me because I had nightmares. Hey, and uh, I wouldn't come from under
0: my covers. Hi, thanks for holding on. Who's this? Hey, this is Jake. Hi, hi Jake. Hey, how are you guys doing? What good? Co- what caused what caused you to be a disturbed adult when you were a child? Um, the movie Eight-Legged Freaks about the giant spiders.
1: Oh, oh I vaguely yeah. remember that. <laughs> there
0: was, yeah, uh, that's a good one. It, it came on uh, like the sci-fi channel and I didn't know what it was on and then all of a sudden like a room was covered in spider webs and then something ran past really quick and I just freaked out well a few years back I looked up somebody uh, posted all the deaths on YouTube like a <laughs> compilation I'm gonna, so look I'm, it like, up. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a man and I'm gonna watch it well it's like you know it, it's one of those cheesy B movies but then there's a scene where um the trapdoor spiders you know where they like they hide underground and then they grab you mm-hmm. know animals there's a scene with that, and I gotta be honest, it still freaks me out a yeah. lot. Thanks, Jake. It's amazing. But we're getting a lot of texts, and literally three of them are arachnophobia. Doctor, yeah. Doctor Andrea could help us with this. Why we're more scarred by childhood things than we are? Like it's easy to get over when you're yeah. scared of an, an adult or a teenager. Mm-hmm. There was something that came out. It must have been in the '80s, and it was a spider movie, and I don't know what it was, but it's where the spiders were gigantic. So mm. the spider was bigger than a human, and this spider sucked up a human, and I was like, "Nope, we're done." The, Not I. I was going
1: to say that Remember the movie Critters? I probably should yeah. have watched that movie as a kid. Anyway, that movie freaked me out, and so did Scream. And anytime a phone rang, I'm like, Oh you're getting." I was pretty young though.
3: when Twister came out.
1: That's probably another one of those movies. And the mu- it was
3: the music, so I've learned that it's the music that freaks me out. So when I actually when I watch a movie, I will plug my like as an adult right now. I will cover my ears so that I can watch what's happening, but I'm not going to get scared.
0: Hold on one second, Floyd. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. You're right. If you're ever scared of something, put it on mute and watch how it changes. Put it on mute. Yeah, that's what I do. Thomas field. hates it. <laughs> Someone said Jumanji for the drum beats, and
1: I'm just like no. And then I'm, I'm thinking back when I saw Jumanji, I was like. Yeah, it's like the Kill Bill whistle. Anytime yeah. you hear the whistle by, yeah. if you ever seen That's Kill Bill. That's actually a
3: good point, yeah.
0: yeah. Every time you hear a whistle, something bad is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, it was a different time then. So all these movies with the Muppets and stuff would scare me, but my dad would let me watch, like, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and didn't do anything. And I remember... Didn't bother you at all? I think the fr- Uh, it was whenever Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out... My okay. parents took me to go see that. Have you guys seen that movie? I have. Mm-hmm. With the the uh, whatever that guy was, the sorcerer mm-hmm. with the skull and the heart. Yeah. And what What were my parents thinking when I was like three? <laughs> right. What were
3: you doing? Oh, a really good one. Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. Yes. <laughs> Why would you? Bring I that was up? young. I was. I didn't know. Like it just freaked me out. The guy that was dying slowly over time. It was gross. And then when so Angela funny. Bassett was like. Oh, it was Vampire in Brooklyn really got me too. It was That's awful. Uh,
0: movies that scarred you as a kid that you haven't gotten over four one nine two four zero one zero five five. 1055 Last one, my brother watched it all the time when he was a little boy. He burned out the VHS. You, I know what it is. What? I, you're um, the wizard Oz. But it wasn't the witch. It was... <laughs> Oh, oh. Oh the oh, soldier oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at the end ah. when they're like, You saved us. I'm like, hell no, take them down too. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was the
3: monkeys over. for me. The monkeys were they like They were animals. No,
0: animals. Mine were the munchkins. No,
3: they were really? Yeah. yeah animals I
0: was like, no one's that happy. Seven twenty-one with the morning.
3: Speak for yourself.
0: Reboot. You might want to consider consider going back to this alcohol because of the price next. the morning reboot on Q105, home of nonstop music hours. Uh, We've got those after we wrap up our show. If you've missed any part of our show, you can text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get the podcast. It's about 90 minutes of content, talking. No songs, no commercials, and it's free. Please get subscribed to the podcast, 805 today, um, to get a national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff, which would buy you a lot of wine. Now, if you Google, like, too many grapes, a lot of wine. You'll come across a lot of stories, but it this makes more sense than ever. So there's there's a grape surplus, which means a lot of wine, but also not as many people apparently are buying wine mm. as people are opting for other options. White claw. Yep. Uh, where was the other line in here <laughs> combined with the decreased demand for wine drinkers can expect to get better value for every drop they drink this year the cheaper prices may even last up to three years that's for wine one person says best wine retail values in 20 years wine consumption has dropped for the first time in over two decades with more Americans turning to liquor and ready to drink cocktails and this person also believes the larger millennial population has not yet embraced wine which is the wine's largest growth opportunity but he thinks that improved value on wine could lead to uh, people that age group becoming more consistent wine buyers.
1: The first time I had wine was when I was like, I wouldn't even say depressed, but I was like down and out. So I just wanted to sip something different. That's what wine, every time I think of wine, I think of like pouring myself a glass of wine, watching my favorite TV show and escaping my woes. So maybe the millennials haven't haven't, maybe the younger ones haven't hit it yet. I'm the elder millennial. I'm 36. Like I hit it, I hit it, and I hit it hard.
3: Well, it's also like I, the millennials could potentially do it for. I'm on a date. Let me look cool. Yeah, I'd like a glass of wine, please. I'll get a moscato. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what kind of wine you want?
0: The rare one. Like, you know- <laughs>
3: Wait, rare <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> moscato is not wine. I'm asking. Moscato is not wine.
3: I and don't I think it is. Okay. It's just a white wine. Yeah. It's a fruity, sugary...
1: Yeah, I'll say it's sweeter.
0: 419 240 1055. Where are you with wine drinking? I used to drink a lot. Wine was certainly high in my rotation of mm-hmm. alcoholic drinks. I'm only a red person. Oh, really? Yeah, only red. And <laughs> I can't tell the difference between Merlot, Shiraz, Cab. I can tell the difference in quality. Uh-huh. Um, when I helped Bethany with a dog thing at Nancy's, I got a. I like the wine, uh, the the brand called Cake Bread. Mm. It's a California um, winery, and it's the best brand I've ever had. And it was like $90. Maybe now it'll be $70. Um, But my wine consumption has gone down for exactly the reason there. I've taken to the White Claws. I had some Screwball last night. So are you you wine at all, Alex? I
3: like a white wine, so I like a Sauvignon Blanc. That's pretty much... That is,
1: i don't even know what that is so,
3: so i do i do like a wine thomas likes a red wine i like a white wine i don't like like the acid of it i don't like things to be as heavy anymore mm-hmm. which is why i've turned to something maybe a bit more refreshing but back in the day when my when i would travel down to ohio university with ten dollars in my pocket and mm-hmm. feed myself off of one dollar double mcdoubles we would get um Carlo Rossi. We would get like the tub of Carlo Rossi. A box? No. it, it This was in a big, a big jug. No, we wouldn't get the box because that wasn't enough. We would get the gigantic jug. <laughs> wow. And pass it off among, and all of us would get literally three sheets to the wind off of Carlo Rossi for eight dollars, and that was it.
0: <laughs> One other thing that I didn't know until I started buying wine and realizing that I, I enjoyed it was you, some people might think. Wine is expensive. You can go get yourself a seven dollar bottle. Yeah, five dollars. Flying yeah. penguin. it's yeah. a good bottle of wine. Hi, thanks for holding on. Who's this? Good morning. It's Mary. Hi, Hi Mary. Good to hear from you. I know it's been a while. What have you been? Have you been just been drinking a lot? Is that the thing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, always. Always. Um,
0: <laughs> what's going on? Where where are you with your wine consumption in the last year or two? Has it gone up or down? um i enjoy wine i i enjoy well i enjoy liquor at right well. i enjoy all alcohol but um yeah i kind of go between you know whiskey beer or wine and it's kind of depends on my mood i'm a big riesling girl mm. oh
3: I, I like a good riesling okay i like it to be crisp
0: yeah. mary good to hear from you thanks for the call this is all foreign yeah. language to me. I'm like.
3: We'll have a glass. We'll go get steaks. Is
0: your is your uh, wine consumption Sorry. up or down in the last year or so? 419 240 1055. <laughs> it's interesting you bring this up because our friends from BlackRock will be in. and
3: Yes.
0: Floyd. So I have like a date that I'm looking forward to on Friday. So that means I will be out.
3: What are you going to wear?
0: Nothing. I don't Ooh, know. Okay. Uh, that kind of date. But fair if, enough. If it's a. If it maybe we'll go to BlackRock. And when I'm out and I'm having dinner,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'll get wine as opposed to something else. It's a because it, it pairs nice. I used
3: to do that, yeah. But
0: I'm not cracking open. I'm not the wine and pizza person.
3: I liked wine and pizza when I, I went to when I went on vacation. It was good.
1: Maybe I'm just a weird breed. I went to like a wine tasting event and I was mm-hmm. like, give me a four loco, come on.
3: Yeah, I mean.
0: Hi, hi good morning. Who's this?
3: Hi,
2: this is Mackenzie.
0: Hi, Mackenzie. You're wine. You're definitely a millennial. How old are you? Like twenty seven.
2: <laughs> no, thank you so much. Though I'm thirty
0: two. Thirty two. Thirty two. Is your wine consumption is your wine consumption up yes. or down in the last year or so?
2: Definitely up. Um, when it's colder outside, I like more red. And when it's like summertime, I'm all about the
0: white. So, mm. so are you like if we're if we're doing a pie chart here, uh, out of a hundred percent, what percent of your alcohol consumption is wine?
2: Ninety. No, wow. Ooh.
0: Well, you're going to take advantage yeah, of this. It's like every night. Good <laughs> for just a glass every night, right?
2: Exactly. Just okay. keep it simple, but you got to get it in.
0: <laughs> um, what Reds do you prefer? Give us like a brand or the or the kind that you like.
2: Um, I haven't been able to find this brand recently, but I don't know if anyone's heard of it. It's called Jam Jar. Okay. And it literally mm. is like it reminds me of jelly as a wine, but not too sweet. The kind of jelly that you have on a peanut butter and jelly, you're like, where where do I get that jelly again? Oh,
0: nice. Um, yeah. If, if you want an exp, I- I'll look for that. And if you're looking for an expensive bottle, maybe celebrate. Check. Look for a cake bread. It's pricey, but worth it. I
2: have tried cake. I do like that brand. Not
0: th- not the one with the cake on the logo. Like that's the cheap stuff. Oh no. Cake bread. Okay. All right. All
2: right. Oh, cake bread. Okay.
3: Thank no. You. Cake bread. Nineteen Crimes. Is wow.
0: It- Ooh. So.
3: Alright, all right, I've learned a lot today. As we a, should have a wine tasting.
1: As a non-wine next, drinker, next I didn't... Wednesday. I did enjoy the cheese platter at the wine tasting, I'll tell you <laughs> that. But like, it, people took it seriously. Like They walked around with their little things swooshing, and they would sip it in their mouth, and... I'm like, why are you spitting it out, swallow? In like, the next no.
0: month or so, the wine fest is at the Seagate Center. Oh, That's where is. I went last year. Yeah, and it's a little, it, I don't want to say a little price. It, it's like 30, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. and there's two sessions, night and day. And the girls that go to the wineries, it's just a classy way to get drunk.
1: Yeah, I, I don't dis, I don't discourage that in any way. No, not at all. Do you, boo? Don't think you're some classy
0: wine drinker going to a winery. You're just getting drunk differently from me on the couch. You're a mess. 742 with the morning reboot. 753, good morning, the morning reboot, Q105, home of nonstop music hours. We'll get to those later on. After our show, our show is brought to you by Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. Our friend Alex is here. And you were not pleased with Billie Eilish being unhappy with our Oscars performance.
3: No, I thought it was in poor form. Hmm. I did, but then somebody told me to calm down because she's still 17. Me? 18. Oh,
0: 18. Yeah. We bo- did we both tell you to calm down?
3: No. Somebody else told me the other day oh, when oh, I was calm Oh, okay, okay. Down. They're like, calm down. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. They gave me a Snickers, basically. <laughs>
0: you, get, you, get
3: you get angry when you're hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have another Billie Eilish story. Uh, story. Uh, she's quit reading Instagram. It was ruining my life. I stopped two days ago, literally two days ago. I stopped reading comments fully. I'm surprised it took her this long to do it.
1: What was that?
0: Someone might have just been All killed in right. the okay, next okay, room. Right. Hey,
1: for one time, not so the So she's the done suspect. reading like, Instagram posts because people are criticizing her because she's a public figure out an artist? I, I think she means the comments. I think
3: we need to go easy on Billie Eilish.
0: Uh, she's for been now. forced to adapt to her social media use, or been forced to adapt it because of the, <laughs> the treatment she's received since becoming the youngest person ever to win the four main categories at the Grammys. It's way worse than it's ever been right now. Oh, um it's weird no. the cooler things you get to do the more people that hate you it's crazy and she's exactly right
3: i, I i'll i be
0: nice but i okay, go you go first so
3: i am with her like i feel like nobody deserves the kind of hate that you receive especially somebody that doesn't have years of um doesn't have the thick skin yet maybe mm-hmm. um so because i don't ever want something negative to happen or for her to feel like she needs to do something to escape that. And I think that, that I think it's wrong as I'm sitting here, like (laughs) complaining, I, I still, nobody deserves that.
1: Also, I think it's awful that like people are criticizing her, Cause it's something she loves to do, and like she's talented at. Like, she is. I'm not gonna take away any. She like is. I said, I won't take away her talent. Like, just her presence. I'm just like, eh, you, you do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. You don't stimulate me in an entertainment aspect. Mm-hmm. However, the fact that she's getting like criticism and hatred because of just of who she is now, like it's so ridiculous. It's like when we had those mean tweets about us. Like, how dare you talk about me over something I love to do that I know I'm good at? They're you trolls. Know what I mean? They're That's just what they do. And like. I think since she has an older brother and she does have a good family background, mm-hmm. she should lean on them more. Like, just don't tell don't tell us you're mad, girl. Just delete just and go about your business. One just to learn that, though. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. One, things, you one
0: thing I've always believed is, you know, when we've got a public presence or someone like her, you don't fight in the comments with those people because those people fight in the sewer and they will bring you down to that level. Oh, for sure. And another great piece of advice I heard within the last year was... Don't accept criticism from people you wouldn't accept advice from. That's yeah. a good point. Uh, Drew Carey is calling for change in domestic violence laws after his ex-fiancee was tragically killed following a fall from a balcony after being attacked by a former boyfriend. They have that guy, by the way. Oh, good. Oh, they, 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 they did they catch him? Okay, good, Yeah, good, Please good. sign this petition and chip in if you can. Thank you and bless you. They're looking for about 600,000 followers to sign it. It was started by um, Harwick's friend, that's his ex-fiancee, Di- Diana Arias. Um, The petition proposes that California lawmakers should prevent restraining orders from having an expiration date Mm. and require stalkers, abusers to take mandatory in-person long-term counseling. It's also um, calling for lawmakers to allow victims to have the choice of whether or not they want to testify against their abusers, as well as introducing a stalker-abuser registry made to warn others of the deviant behavior. Uh, People shouldn't have to die to make changes. Seems sensible enough to me. It's just so, like, we,
1: uh, I just think it's 2020 in which we're still like, doing this stuff. It, just, it hurts my soul, right. to be honest. Like, it's just problematic. Yeah, like, it's just so insane, like, there's outlets for help and people can't see help and people who seek help go to find the help and the, they're just like, it's fine.
3: There's, Drink some
1: water and go about your day. You know what I mean? Like, they just, I mean, uh then this happens and, like. It's like it's eye opening again. You're like, "Oh, this does happen in real life."
3: There's many, many, many crimes that happen in that way where it's like there was a restraining order and it expired or somebody got out of prison and the victim wasn't protected and they went straight back and then, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many of these things happening that it's like where are we dragging our like what Dare I say we're spending our time on other things, but it's like, what? Who's dragging ass on this? Sorry. Right. Yeah. Like,
0: did we think that uh, after the 90 day TRO uh, expired, like Bob was cured? like Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like on like, day 89, he's waiting in his car, like, ah, oh,
1: 12 hours left. You right. know what I mean? So, um, it's right. insane.
0: Car pull karaoke. I'm wondering if I
3: can sneak out the
2: back. Nobody's even looking me in my eyes. Don't think I'm at this party so much to say, oh yeah.
0: You guys look so unimpressed.
3: Is that like Justin? Nobody.
0: Carpool? Carpool? To
2: Pull. To anyway. Oh, I'm better sleeping on my own cause if you
3: like the way Just you. you look that much oh baby you should go and love yourself. Oh. And if you think, <laughs> you think that I'm still holding, I'm still holding on, holding on. He
1: shaved his mustache, too.
3: He did.
1: Much like Billie Eilish.
3: Like,
0: just so much so much talent. But your social media pres- presence is outshining the talent. Just separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Like I, I, that's what everybody has to do with R. Kelly now. And Chris Brown.
1: I can't lie. I was listening, I believe I could fly last night, and I felt guilty, but I was like, I love this song. I can't do it
0: anymore. Seven fifty nine. Yeah, uh,
3: I know, I'm that person. I hate it. <laughs> I, hate I was
0: it. looking down the menu, and... I don't remember looking at the menu before. I just got steak. But the Black Rock menu is pretty good. Floyd, Floyd's floyd got it. Mm. Uh, Black Rock rank these things. I think we'll get to that next. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide Auto Financial. Again, your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff is CHEER, C H E E R, to 95819 Q105, the morning reboot. We're brought to you by Jeffrey Mann, Fine Jewelers. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd with his jacket on backwards. She got to learn the cues. (laughs) And Alex.
3: I know the the cues.
0: And Alex is here with us. Yeah, it's. And when I start to. Get ready to go on the air. You guys decide to hold a conversation, <laughs> an inappropriate one. <laughs> it's very inappropriate, but we have friends in today. Pam, hi. Pam yes. is back, and someone named Noah is here. I don't know if it's good to meet you, Noah, but I know it's good to have Pam. It's back. wonderful to meet you, Noah. You don't so know that. Noah, he say hi. Hi. There he is. <laughs> Pam is back because at nine o'clock we have a one of like the I'll, I'll say it, Steve, the, one of the best selling sweet deals in the history of sweet deals. Ooh. BlackRock. Black 25 for f- 50? 50 for 25. Fif- you get $50 for 25 on the website, q1055.com. I would suggest getting the link for it right now because they will go quickly. Text Sweet to 419 240 1055. Pam, what's been going on at BlackRock Toledo We've since. you have been
2: so busy. Wait, grab
0: the mic closer.
2: Been busy? Still waiting for you guys to come in?
0: I've come, I just don't ask for you. I've been uh-huh. four times.
2: I don't have. I have.
0: I have. Oh, okay. I have. And, I've been there. You're not in that one anyway, right?
2: I'm there occasionally. Okay, no we there, there today. Yes,
0: there, come you. see us. <laughs> there's, there's a chance I come out on Friday. Okay. Um, I have a question. Yes. So if if you don't know what. Ble- Explain BlackRock for those that don't know.
2: So what BlackRock is, is you can come in. We have a 755-degree volcanic stone. You can cook all your steak and seafood right on that stone. Okay. So it's a unique experience where you're cooking steak and seafood on the stone. And the benefits of that is every single bite that you cook is going to be hot from start to finish. Mm. You can, we've got an amazing menu. We've got other items. If you don't want to cook on the stone, you don't want a steak or seafood, we've got chicken dishes. We've got some vegetarian options now. We have a fantastic lunch menu. And on Sundays, come on in. In Sundays, we have mimosas for three bucks. We got bloody marys for three bucks.
1: Keep talking. Come Sticky. on now.
2: I keep telling you. Come on yeah. in. We've got a great happy hour menu for drinks. Come on in. Come on. So I'm lazy. So if I don't want
1: to make my own food, like <laughs> can, just a, do you guys make your? Do you guys get stuff made in the kitchen? Absolutely. It
0: takes one minute. It, it literally That's takes better. minutes though. Sixty. 60-
1: no listen
3: Noah is it mm. <laughs>
0: listen Noah <laughs> <laughs> stone, I right? don't
3: trust myself so if trust I wanted me. a steak so you'll sit next the to me and help, help me
2: absolutely. Oh, okay. absolutely Noah's help gonna you. help yep anyway yeah. <laughs>
3: It is uh, not.
0: It's, it's idiot proof. Uh, I mean, the kids are around these stones. They and you can, are. You can put everything on on the stone. Put warm the fries up. Warm the ice cubes up. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. A, I forget. What do you do with the stones after they're used? We,
2: they're cleaned. They're cleaned. Yeah, okay. we got
0: stone guy back there that's uh-huh. scrubbing St- and cleaning. Stone guy. What special skills do you need to be the stone guy? Yeah, listen. Rock? You
2: got to be able to carry those heavy stones. They're heavy.
0: It's like and a, hot.
2: It's how much? Are, how much do they weigh? Uh they're
0: a good amount.
1: All right, I'm lazy.
0: It's like the stone guy from Never Ending Story. Oh, the rock eater. <laughs> or, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Korg. Korg? From Ragnarok. Um. Oh. You, Doug. Never mind. I'll show you the <laughs> GIF after the show.
2: Uh, they're being
3: nerds. Pam, being
0: nerds A- and as Pam. you you kind of know, we don't like to just do boring interviews. I know you. Don't. So Floyd um,
3: has some oh, things for
0: go. you. Don't be looking. There he goes. You ready, <laughs> Noah? All
2: right, Noah, you
1: can play too because you are in the back, so you know this firsthand. But we're gonna go do rank thi- rank these thi- uh, rank these things. We're gonna go like appetizers, other stuff. Ready? Here we go. The beginners: fried asparagus. Mile High Rings, or Dueling Pretzel Cheese and Fondue. You have to Pretzels. rank those. You have to this rank time. them. You have to rank them. So the best, second, third.
2: Asparagus. Or fried asparagus. That's yeah. Amazing.
1: So Pretzels asparagus. would be my favorite, though. Okay. Fried asparagus would be my third favorite. All right. Okay. we're going to hot dogs. Here we go. Ready? Chicago style, mac and cheese, or hot jambalaya.
0: Rank those. Ooh, jambalaya is my favorite. And then... I just eat the toppings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's after jambalaya?
0: Mac and cheese dog. And, and then Chicago. Chicago. What's yeah. all in the Chicago You're style like dog? Onions and yeah, peppers. I'm yeah. not a big. Pickles. Okay. All right.
3: It is yeah. Pickles. Onions. Pa- how old it's are you? Good. Oh. I'm old. <laughs> you, should a your, age. you should be over You should be over your dislike of onions
0: by now. Yes. <laughs> I know. I, it's texture <laughs> thing for me. So. Black. Uh, hold on. Black Rock yes, uh. Steakhouse. Uh, 25 for 50 on our website q1055.com at nine o'clock or you can text sweet to our text number to get that link so you don't miss out what's next Floyd? all right first off i need to ask this question is chicken a meat
2: (laughs) i think
1: you think all right it's poultry so we're gonna go right to the chicken of it all okay chicken and waffles chopstick chicken chicken janelle oh she sounds pretty chopstick chicken number one okay chicken janelle number two
2: Chicken and waffles.
0: Chicken and waffles. number three. All right, what's the
1: chicken, Janelle? I need to know. It's.
0: You describe it. <laughs> so it's,
2: it's got a sauce. It's really, really super good. Okay. That and our dynamite chicken are one of our. And the black rock chicken. Those right, are our nice. three three most popular it's chicken dishes. Chicken. Chicken. chicken? Ooh, it's the breaded chicken and it's got like a uh, spicy, sour, sweet and sour
1: Ooh. sauce on it. I do, butter on the
0: side too.
1: Yeah. All right. All right, we're going to go right to the meat, the real meat burgers. Thousand Island Burger? Ghost Pepper Chipotle Burger. Mm. Or oh, I want this one. The fat Elvis? Is it Elvis? Elvis? Elvis. Elvis
2: burger. My favorite's the one-eyed Lucy, so you didn't have that one on there. With a fried egg on it.
1: Mm. One-eyed Lucy.
2: Mm. Not today. What, what's the
0: fat Elvis? It's uh basically a ginormous burger. It's got an extra patty. Oh. You're extra hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So always, there are other things I'm to I'm always extra hungry. What's yes. the other one? The Chipotle. The Chipotle ghost pepper, ghost pepper mm-hmm. Chipotle. That
3: sounds like it'll hurt going
0: out. <laughs> um, everything is <laughs> n- number one at Black Rock. I've For never sure. had a, a bad meal there. Although I've always gotten steak, but now since I did a deep dive on the menu, I want other stuff. Yeah, like the fat-
2: burgers are amazing. Our salmon is amazing.
0: You do a plant burger now, too, right? Mm hmm.
2: The impossible. Mm-hmm. There we go. Very yeah. nice. Great. Uh, it
0: might be impossible to get uh, the sweet deal if you're a little late. So make sure you're waiting by the website at where before, uh, preferably before nine o'clock. You can also text sweet to our text number, 419 240 1055. Were you first in the building today? Did you talk to any other shows? K- yeah. K, K- 100 we we were first? No, oh, they were first. Who is better? Us or K one hundred.
2: You
0: guys are always better. <gasps> thank you. Yes. Here they Noah? Yeah. Thank you All right. Remember uh, that. Go visit Noah at BlackRock. Go visit Pam at any BlackRock because she is global. <laughs> She's uh, little Miss BlackRock. We <laughs> if it was a pageant. Miss BlackRock twenty twenty. <laughs> More <laughs> guests to come for an event happening downtown this weekend next. 8:34 in the morning. Reboot. Going to work today and uh, and and talk to people about um, movies that scarred them as children. We <laughs> hit that topic earlier. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Brought There's to you many. by Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. Alex. We have Kayla here mm-hmm. because there is a big gymnastics <laughs> event in town this weekend. Kayla, before we go any further, I'm so excited for this event. <laughs> Are you going? You I want to go. What uh? What childhood movie scarred you?
4: I don't know that I have a childhood movie that scarred me, and I'm so sorry if other people are walking around with movies that scarred them. I feel bad.
3: There's many. Nothing, right? There's a lot. Not that I can think of.
0: How how old are you?
4: I'm 26.
0: 26. Alex, help us out.
3: Mine was Mothman Prophecies.
0: But you were an adult at that point. No, I
3: wasn't. I was like 10. (laughs) And um, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, and (laughs) it scarred me, okay? Okay. Um, Dumbo?
0: Yeah, well, oh, that's oh. one of those. Dumbo, movies, when yeah. the mom
3: was. I like, could see
4: that. I could yeah. see how that B- would do that Bambi. to you.
0: Bambi. Bambi. Oh,
3: Lamb Before Time. Mm. Have you ever seen Lamb Before Time? With the I dinosaurs? have, but
4: there's nothing scarring about dinosaurs, right?
3: Um, it was sad. With well, the they moms. all died.
0: It was yeah. nice. Wow! <laughs> oh, is that like, oh, is that too soon? Yeah. Dinosaur rights crusaders. Um, Kayla's here because there is a very cool event. Maybe you've heard a lot of the ads that have been running because it's a very cool event with college gymnastics, all no, kinds of. Din- to- yes. Floyd, do you want Point this? Here, tell us. I'm so
1: excited. So, tell us a little bit more about Elevate the Stage. Like, is it like a competition or yes. like an exhibition? It's tour? a competition. It is. is a
4: competition. Okay. El- elevate the stage is the only time the Big Ten Conference brings their collegiate gymnastics teams off-campus to a neutral site. So they are bringing all of their teams here to Toledo, Ohio later this weekend um, to compete in the Huntington Center for their regular season championship. Tickets are still available, correct? Tickets are on sale now. You can head to elevatethestage.com for your tickets. You can head to the Huntington Center box office. We would love to have you guys bring the Big Ten in with a really warm Toledo welcome. What's
0: your role in this?
4: I am the event director of Elevate Excellent. the Stage. And you are you.
0: You're a retired gymnast?
4: I am a retired gymnast, so I competed for Team USA back in my teenage days i competed for the university of alabama in college um and now get to give back to the sport that gave me so much through this event what uh,
0: nice. what awesome. was your preferred or your best event to participate in
4: so i am actually the first american world vault champion um <gasps> from 2009 you didn't tell us so you're gonna it I really believe- royalty <laughs> i believe vault oh is probably
0: my best event
3: I'm fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't tell us you were going to be in front of royalty. The God.
1: Vote. That's like one of the hardest ones. Like people Thank think you. that it's the balance beam. But like, you know, you got to get up the agility to go down the aisle. Somebody then that, is a, a gymnastics
4: team. fan. I, I am, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear this <laughs> noise. And then
1: you hear, stick.
4: You're like, ah! I think he's done this before. Yeah, yeah in my brain. I <laughs> I, it's
0: a, as Floyd illustrated, it's, uh, it's an Olympics year.
4: This is true.
0: I... I get into some of the gymnastics Ooh, events. This made me hot. No, I take my gym. No, no. it's the, oh, I got floor goosebumps. exercise. Okay. I like the vault and the... the. It's pommel horse? Pommel up, horse is men's, men's okay. only. Okay, okay. So
4: this weekend, as well as at the Olympics, you will see vault, uneven bars, balance like beam, and floor exercise. I love floor
0: exercises. Everyone like looks the like the a cast member of Cats. And I love it. <laughs> no, Except I Except it's better. Yes. I like the uneven well, bars. You. And there's the parallel bars, too.
4: Also men's. Okay. So we'll not be here this week weekend, but um, very close.
0: Uh, this weekend's all about, the, right. ladies. We all about yeah. the ladies. All about the ladies this weekend. Who's the favorite to, to excel this weekend?
4: So again, it's our regular season championship for the Big Ten Conference. Um, we'll host five of their teams on Friday night, five on Saturday night. Right now, your leaders on um, Friday night are actually the Nebraska Cornhuskers, okay. and your leaders on Saturday night, surprisingly, are the Minnesota Golden Gophers, but oh. you also have Michigan Saturday night, they are a perennial powerhouse. Uh, we have won the competition for the last three years, so I wouldn't count them out just yet.
1: So, I have to ask this question because we talked about this on air. You know, I name like every Olympic yes, team. Yes, you're in there. very gymnastic. I know, I, I'm so excited. So, I met Dominic Dawes one time in Washington, D.C. Yes. We'll yeah. So, <laughs> we're like best friends, just know. So, anyways, um, is there, so, when you were in the sport, is there like any iconic gymnast that you were like, mom or dad, I want to do that? Like Who was your role models growing up?
4: Yeah, I mean, so, again, I'm 26, so I was very young when the Magnificent Seven Mm -hmm. won um, Olympic gold in Atlanta. But even then, just watching them, whether it's been back in old videos Mm -hmm. or watching them give back to the sport... Um, that really kind of motivated me to continue to grow up and develop in the sport and, again, really lucky and thankful for the opportunity to not only compete for Team USA but collegiately. Is
3: there anything now that, like, as you're watching it as a retired gymnast that you're like, I am extremely proud that this is happening and that Mm -hmm. the world gets to see this? I mean, because as fans, it's like we sat and watched, but there's a lot of people that didn't that now know some of the names
4: I I love that gymnasts are becoming household names. The other thing I also love is I feel like gymnastics is starting to get the respect that it deserves um, year-round and Mm -hmm. even outside of the Olympic year. So obviously we're all getting super excited for the summer games. We're all super excited for this weekend's event. But, I mean, these gymnasts are busting their butts 24-7 all year round um, to put on a show for spectators Mm -hmm. um, and to win titles that are just unheard of in some other sports. So, I mean, these are really, really incredible athletes.
0: Elevate the stage this weekend downtown at the Huntington Center. Are there any potential Olympians that will be performing this weekend?
4: We will have some competitors with us. The thing in gymnastics is you usually compete at the Olympics before college. Got it. Um, So, there will be some girls that have represented... um, um, maybe some other countries, Canada, um, or tried that path
0: before they came
4: to college. So you're,
0: you're very good at what you're very good at this. Am I? Yeah. Can I have yes. a job?
4: After oh, yeah, elevating. Are you local again?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where you well, teach me how
1: to back handspring, you can have my job.
4: All right. Where are you originally I from? <laughs> I am originally from small town Huntington, West Virginia. Okay. I'm uh, kind of familiar with this area. I lived in Cincinnati a good bit okay. before I moved down south. Um, I hear you're see.
0: Slightly Yinzerish uh, I don't know what accent. that word means. Really? No. West that's, uh, uh, well, that's Pittsburgh area. Yeah, Western I sound PA. I like am from Pittsburgh. Just to, I, I. am a I, WVU fan. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> go Mountaineers. <laughs> Sports, Sports I don't know about. You're very good at this though. <laughs> Thank you're, you. You're uh, You're some people come in here and they're they're a little nervous. They're a little anxious. <laughs> we like to have fun. We're not totally normal.
3: She's on Team USA.
0: <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? I, I scored today. Bring out
1: football, I'm like, I don't know anything about that. Gymnastics, like a whole Olympic What's your
3: second favorite sport?
4: Second favorite sport? I did go to the University of Alabama. I'm forever a huge football fan. Uh, Is that Roll Tide?
1: Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Sporting again.
0: Yep.
4: Sporting.
0: Thanks. Good to meet you.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Elevate the stage all weekend. That's Kayla. Elevatethestage.com is the website, correct? Yes, sir. Lots more info there. 842 now on the Morning Reboot couple minutes of our show, 8.55 on the morning reboot. We're brought to you by Jeffrey Mann, Fine Jewelers. Your next chance to win the $1,000 payoff happens at 11.05. Today, a couple of uh, quick final entertainment stories. Um, Floyd, tell me if I'm pronouncing this correctly, and I ask you, thinking you'll know, because he is a Tony Award-winning actor who's 44 years old. Jen and Dewan got engaged to S- Steve Casey? I, I know of him, yes. Did I pronounce it right? Yeah, they got up. A- they got divorced and married
3: real quick. I know. Man,
1: there was like even no settle dust. It's Settlement dust. It's weird.
0: And she just announced she was pregnant in September. What? Yeah, she's 39, he's 44. She already has a six-year-old daughter, Everly, with Channing Tatum. Hmm.
1: Everly Tatum.
0: Know who I connect Jenna Dewan with? Justin Timberlake.
3: I was going to say Justin Timberlake. Ooh, that's a Why?
0: good one. She was one of their dancers back then. Oh, was she? I knew she was a Jen, she was a Jan Jackson backup dancer too for all for you. Uh, I don't want to do that story. There's going to be extra extra bachelor to watch this summer. Uh, one of their their VPs noted that the. Bachelor Summer Games was a go, following up the Winter Games, which aired in 2018. It was not to the Olympics, not on the same network, but the Summer Games will overlap the upcoming season of The Bachelorette. Uh, it's the second spin off to be announced this year. The franchise will also premiere a music focused series, The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, in mid April. What happened to that show that Jenna Dewan was hosting? <laughs> you that, <laughs> that flirt dance <laughs> show Did, that it canceled? <laughs> hopefully, the show was dumb. Uh, let's talk about uh, dog crap here to wrap up the show. Alex and I were just talking about the size of our dogs' poops. Yeah, and then I mentioned that there's a uh, an apartment complex I looked at on Airport, and they were pretty rigid. They test your dog's crap before you go in there, um, and if they see your, if they find crap, they test it and then they fine you. Mm-hmm. What are uh, the, What are the circumstances in which you will not pick up the dog poop?
3: Um. <laughs> First of all, I feel like we're no different than people who have kids. And when they change the diaper, they know their kid is sick by the way their poop looks. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't pick it up the other day because um, Pete is a puppy, but he's like eight months. So he's now being switched to adult food. So I'm having to like wean his food. So his belly has been a little upset and he basically pooped out liquid in the grass. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how the hell am I going to pick that up? I just kind of kicked some snow over it, picked up what I could Mm -hmm. that wasn't mush kick snow over the rest. Sue me.
0: And I'm like the only person that I know of with dogs who doesn't use the hand and bag method as you do. I, I just I don't want to touch the poop. I have a shovel. I have a poop shovel.
3: If I lived in my house, I would have a pooper scooper. Like mm-hmm. if I had a house with a yard, I would absolutely just use a pooper scooper before I mow the lawn. But um, no, I do the I, I do the bag because that is just easier.
0: My Parents back home in Philadelphia lived in this house forever. I guess they moved in there like 1980 or so. Mm-hmm. Some new neighbors moved in. I don't know 2005 or something. Whatever it was, it was many, many, many years later. And we'd had dogs forever. And these neighbors bitched that the yard smelled. And they do, yeah. I don't think I I, I never smelled it, but I was there. Mm-hmm. But then I'd go home and not living there anymore. I didn't smell it. Um, none of the other neighbors in any time of my family ever living there, it smelled it. My mom got the sense that the neighbors just wanted to be annoying nuisances. But it got to the point where my brother would have to tra- like uh, follow the dogs and pick up after them in the oh, yard really? after they went because they were being the neighbors were being. Uh, unmover, unwavering about it.
3: That's a little ridiculous. I do know, like I know that smell and I don't like it. I will admit like in the summertime and not, not, I'm not judging anybody but if you have a dog and you have like a fenced in backyard and you just let your dog, you know, you let him out the door and let him go and then you clean up the poop like a couple weeks later. If it's in the summer, like that's hot poop <laughs> and it does, there is a, there is a smell mm-hmm. of like you walking into somebody's backyard and you can smell that they have poop out there. Right. It's... It, it's their place. They can do what they want. I don't, you know, I wouldn't be that person, but I do think that there is absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Do you remember my little showdown with my neighbor in the summertime?
3: Mm, I remember I listened. So it's mind your business.
0: It's six o'clock. I go outside. I'm on the phone. So I forgot to get the dogs. And I was literally right down on my sidewalk and I didn't have the dogs shovel and bag with me. Uh. And the lady looks at me, backs up, checks her mail but didn't really check it pulls into her driveway and goes are you going to clean that up and I was yeah, like no you, I remember <laughs> that she didn't give you time right she was just very indignant yeah, about yeah. yeah. I, I remember I re- it I do you remember felt that. bad
3: for how you responded to her and I'm like don't feel bad she deserved that tell her to mind her business I get it like you
0: want to keep the neighbor and
3: I hope you're listening, neighbor.
0: I doubt it. The only reason I was a little disappointed is is we don't have... I walk the whole neighborhood. Right. And we do not have a pile of... Like, our neighborhood, all the whole neighborhood, all the condos are are well taken care of. People pick up their stuff. So, like, there's no... There's nothing for her to jump on.
3: We got a big problem. And I won't, like... Um, cause I'm sure they're probably listening right now and I love you guys over there cause I used to work in the office, but I like, there are people cause we didn't allow dogs for a long period of time and then eventually they started and the, it was like, no, we don't want dogs cause there's going to be a poop problem and we don't want to have a poop problem and our grounds are really pretty where we live. Like they take a really good care of the grounds, the especially, of it, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And then like we started to accept dogs and you will see like mounds of poop, you know, everywhere. And it's like the and I came in and again I love them so much, but I was like, hey, like I know that people aren't supposed to do that, but if somebody doesn't clean it up, can you guys clean it up so that it's not like I know you don't want to, right? And I know you didn't want to have them in the first place, but can somebody clean it up? Because I'm afraid to do it, because then I don't want people to think that it's me, like you know. So I am absolutely afraid to pick up other people's dog poop because it's like if I pick up a a wad of poop that's been there for three days and then. When somebody sees me picking it up they're gonna assume that i did it right that i'm just doing it late
0: right i would pick up a lot of poop downtown would when you? oh there. yeah yeah because i felt like it was my neighborhood and if i saw stuff i picked it up and i get it like sometimes you can't always get it for one reason or another so help your help thy neighbor help
3: thy neighbor i don't i would if it if if the possibility of me being charged like 300 bucks wasn't on the table like some, what's yeah, because there's no way to
0: prove. What's yeah. to stop
3: somebody from being like, oh, that's her that's doing it? I mean, they know me in the office, so they know I would never, but.
0: Um, 1105 today, get your national keyword to win 1000 bucks. That's a lot of dog poop that you could buy with that. Uh, you can text Eric to 419-240-1055 to grab one. the podcast. Q105.